0: What's your background? It's me. (laughs) Why are you your background?
1: (laughs) What what on earth is happening? Why not? (laughs) Viva Las Vegas, as proven by my background. A Queen's Deli.
0: What is that? What is it?
1: It's a picture of me outside of a deli in Queens, so.
0: Okay, you have hey. to move over because nobody can see the picture of you. There
1: I am. Yeah. What are we doing? Look how Why happy I background? am.
0: Why? <laughs>
1: okay. All right. I'm happy. Um, as you as are, well.
0: despite what it looks like in Las Vegas, I am obviously in New York because we have the hoop behind me. Um, how are you? I can't believe you were at that game. I was losing my mind. I can only imagine what it was like in the stands. Tell me, Tell me what it felt like to be there
1: so pacers beat the bucks last night uh 128 119 and it was everything that i said about tyrese haliburn about single elimination tournaments about guard play about three-point shooting like the indiana pacers exemplified all that and the greatest thing was as the game you know it was nip and tuck nip and tuck Pacers had a big lead, Bucks came back, and Damian Lillard hit a bunch of big shots, and now we're going back and forth. And as we're in that stretch in the fourth quarter where the Pacers keep making big plays, specifically Halliburton makes big plays, every time he stops, he looks at the camera, he looks at the crowd, he preens, he poses. And I said, he knows this is not going to be a rota, rubber stamp oh Giannis versus LeBron in the in-season tournament yep. final this is a coronation this is a coming out party Charlotte we talked about it the other day only his second time on national TV on Monday well today or yesterday excuse me was his third time on national TV and if the nation didn't get the first two times they got it with number three he has announced himself as firmly a superstar in this league and i think one of the things that we're walking away from this is is this is the best possible scenario for the league Now, a lot of people wanted Giannis versus lebron i said no you wanted this because you want the draw of the lakers the establishment of lebron everyone knows lebron and the lakers brand and all that stuff versus the introduction of a new star in tyrese halliburton and most importantly familiarizing the nation and the world with him because in two months we'll be seeing him again in his hometown for the all-star weekend
0: i mean it's it it was it's drawn up so beautifully um and to your point i also think it's important that the you know there are a few different Goliaths that you could have on the other side of the Pacers. Like it could be the Nuggets, but it's not. It's it's LeBron and the Lakers, and it's so important. I mean, the narrative of like the up and coming superstar who's making his debut against a 39 year old player, arguably greatest ever to it, one of whatever you want to say, it, playing playing like he is still. Tyrese Halliburton's age I mean his performance in the game after was incredible but also he's somebody who wants it so badly he might be older he's seen everything he's done everything he could possibly do and yet he wants to win this so badly and Tyrese Halliburton wants to win this so badly that it's just going to be no matter what happens in the game the energy of it is going to be exactly what the league could only have dreamt of for this final
1: yeah uh, I think it would have been nice to get a competitive game for Game Two, but again, getting the matchup—the desired matchup—Pacers. I don't think there's any other matchup other than Pacers-Lakers that could have worked the way it should have worked. um And specifically, if the Pacers go on to win on Saturday, you have to consider this: this is a a hovering around 500 team. They're okay. They're not necessarily good. They're definitely not great. But there's some. They're an outfit that's trying to get somewhere. And if you are Rick Carlisle, you walk in the locker room on Saturday, if they win it all, five hundred thousand is fun. The NBA Cup, the first one is fun. Put up a banner, all that stuff is fun. But I look at every one of those players that said, You guys beat the Celtics, the Bucks, and the Lakers in the same week. That's a hell of a week. And so when we get to whether it's the play-in or the playoffs, all the way in April. We should not have a trepidation of. I don't know. It's like no, no, no. We're tested. Like yeah, it wasn't a playoff series. Yeah, we didn't have to do adjustments and all that stuff. But we've been in high pressure situations against the elite of the elite. Tatum, Giannis, LeBron, and so we held our own.
0: When you say it,
1: out loud. dude, it's crazy. But like this is that's why I say this is the best outcome for the league because you want the nba cup to be something where it's like aspirational it's within reach within grasp for the good not great teams playoffs is about hey you got to be a great team to win in this thing this thing you gotta be good you don't have to be great but you could be good and that's a, like a huge stepping stone i look at like a team like orlando uh i look at a team like houston right Mm-hmm. provided they don't make even bigger leaps in the next couple of years than they've already have. But, like, that's something next year Houston should be like, okay, like, this is our way, our path to legitimacy goes through Las Vegas and goes through this cup.
0: I have a few questions about what it was like to be there First, uh, first mm-hmm. One thing I want to say is watching the game um, on television, it looked, you know, Pacers-Bucks, it looked like um, the Bucks were feeling their age uh the Pacers obviously they play so fast um Mm -hmm. but there's also there was a hunger but there was also like they had the energy to keep going like Dame looked like a 33 year old who's like oh man this is a little bit like I'm I'm a little tired and I wonder how far do you think that that youth can take the Pacers um you know maybe make up for some of the deficiencies on on defense that we've seen
1: Oh, for sure. I mean, like, again, that's the beauty of single elimination, right? NBA playoffs are designed to weed out the lesser teams. It's designed for the better team to come out on top or the better executing team. If you don't have a talent advantage, you better execute the hell out of it. Miami last year was not the most talented team in the East. I would argue it wasn't the top four talented teams in the East, but they were an incredible execution team. So they're able over the span of a best of seven to play the chess match and win it again and again. And again, this ain't that this is like, can I punch you really hard once and then win the fight <laughs> off of one punch? There's still execution going on in that game. Don't get me r- wrong, but I, there aren't adjustments. There's not, we're going back and watch the film and we'll learn and do better next time. It's like, we're pretty much doing our thing. And you have a lot of energy can erase and overcome a lot of mistakes and a lot of as you said Mm -hmm. deficiencies and for an older team holding stuff in the tank which is pretty much your whole mentality in december you don't you're not showing all your cards (laughs) you're like all right let's let's do this and hopefully this will work because we're good enough for it to work but if you don't execute and then you got this ball of energy it's it's hard and they didn't execute and you know we got the the um the news report from Chris Haynes of uh Turner and Bleacher report that after the game Adrian Griffin walked in the locker room started talking about rebound battle and Bobby Portis basically hold on brother like before we start talking about rebound battle let's talk about our late game execution where there wasn't yeah. enough play calling and and that's the part where it's like Rick Carlisle head coach for 20 plus years won a championship Adrian Griffin tenured assistant coach but first time at the rodeo in the main seat and that's a learning yeah. process for him as well Help. that's why i thought the knicks would win because i thought tom yeah. thibodeau's experience would be a boon for him over um over adrian griffith but it came out last night and you see the frustration from his own team it's like all right brother like before you start coming in here being critical let's start with yeah what did you do tactitionally to, or tactically tactitionally. tactically
0: tactically tactically i like that that's a good yeah. put that on an oddball shirt oddball tactically. Why not? um tactically, okay yeah. i mean something that i was thinking about as i watched this uh, the crowd mm. was all dark so i couldn't really see right. what was going on in the stands one thing i sort of i realized i sort of missed the home team atmosphere part of me was sort of wishing that this had been in indiana for the pacers home crowd because i think it would have been absolutely out of control obviously the scene of vegas is perfect i get it but i wondered what the crowd felt like and and did it f- did it have that like um electricity that you get from because we we don't have we don't have playoffs or finals in neutral yep. sites so what what was yep. it like to be there
1: so first of all as a an event 10 out of 10. uh yeah i walked up Across the street from Park MGM into Toshiba Plaza, which is right in front of T Mobile. They had the huge stage where Nelly and TLC were gonna perform in between the games. They had a DJ up there, and then over here they had the TNT stage where Chuck and Ernie and Kenny and Shaq were all there. And then um just a sea of humanity. They had like the whole the usual carnival vibe of like baskets, come shoot baskets over here and all that stuff. I went inside, and again, it's a 2 o'clock tip local for Pacers bucks, like not exactly teams that have a huge following that travel, right? Charlotte, when I tell you, I was staggered by how many people were in there. It was about 80% full. The lower bowl was was pretty full. The upper bowl was a horseshoe full. There was a couple of sections where media was, where it was kind of sparse. But by and large, I would say 75% to 80% full, which for a 2 p.m. game in a neutral site for two teams that don't travel well with their fans, yeah. like, this is incredible. And then obviously the, the late game, forget about it. It felt like
0: a Lakers home game. On TV it's, It met.
1: is. It is. So all of these things conspire to give you kind of, for the late game, built-in audience, built-in vibe. For the early game, not quite as much, but still a, like a very animated crowd. Now, here's the problem. And I was explaining this to people. I said, you know why it doesn't feel quite like a playoff atmosphere? It's what? because the PA announcer is doing the all-star game slash Vegas Sun yeah. League thing, which is no matter what happens, it's always positive. Tyrese Halliburton, yeah. Giannis combo. Yeah. And like, it does not feel serious when everything Mm -hmm. sounds positive right if you watch March Madness the the PA announcer is not animated it's just a straight announcement of
0: yeah
1: Tyrese Halliburton for three Giannis Antetokounmpo goes to the free throw line shooting one right like it's that Mm and so that I think took away from it I would have liked for them just hey go ambient maybe a a little music here and there yeah and um announcer just just call it straight I think that would have been better than than trying to be the alls but thank God on the other hand thank God the Lakers didn't wear black jerseys how would we have been able to process that with that blue and red court
0: I don't understand I saw I thought the court was going to be black and gold or something if they didn't let them wear the the black jerseys i liked that they were sort of back to classic jerseys though for everybody i have to tell you no
1: then don't force everyone to wear silly jerseys for the thing yeah if by the time you get to vegas um, you just wear regular jerseys then like well then we should have done this all along right It's a good point
0: uh do we have to talk about zion
1: oh we can talk about zion he we looked, don't have to uh he
0: looked he looked uh, sort of sad and slow. I mean.
1: He looked like he had a good time in Vegas. <laughs> the NBA playoffs are heating up and so is action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA.
0: With same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you've got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly.
1: So, here's what we're going to do. We're going to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now and use code oddball. That's code O D D B A L L for new customers to get 150 smackaroos in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours.
0: Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope ny 467 In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming
1: resources. Charlotte, every day in Las Vegas, there are winners, but there are a lot of losers. And what they need, Charlotte, is a little bit of... me up! up. there it is segment where charlotte and i take turns bringing a little positivity in the lives of the losers all over the basketball landscape charlotte (laughs) are you ready
0: i'm so ready it's a friday everybody needs a little pump up at the end of the week
1: let's do it there you go okay charlotte the houston rockets they're nine and one at home but they're oh and eight on the road hype up the houston rockets
0: okay rockets You guys, (laughs) my dudes, Fred VanVleet has already said that he thinks your culture has changed. And we've seen what you can do when it comes to Dylan Brooks talking smack and then actually backing it up. That feels like a real development. That feels impressive to me. You're doing that at home. You're not doing that on the road. That doesn't seem like a unfixable problem to me that just means you've got to get a better routine you got to figure out what pillows do you need to bring to sleep better what sorts of electrolytes can you bring to make you feel better on the road how can you guys take that chip on your shoulder that you so clearly have and then just carry it with you into opposing teams arenas like use the crowd to fuel you to be better when you're not at home also alper and Shengun is having an unbelievable season people aren't talking about. Let's see. I even have his stats. He's averaging 21 points, 9 rebounds and 5 assists per game for you guys. So, just like more of you do that on the road. That's my advice. Just be better. Just be better. But you can be better. You've got the culture. My dudes, you're all you're you're going to be great. You've got this.
1: I like that the, today's hype me up for the Rockets was like it was a little bit of tough love there. Hey, that's yeah. something you do at home dude on the road. <laughs> Yeah, do more
0: I would be an unbelievable coach just saying I mean you have to hype up Quentin Grimes Uh, Mm -hmm. he's a little frustrated in New York with the Knicks he said it's tough going out there and just standing in the corner the whole game nobody puts baby in a corner Grimes said then you gotta make the shot when you shoot the ball one or two times per game it is what it is now for context the Knicks made Grimes untouchable in trade negotiations for Donovan Mitchell when Mitchell was still in Utah so what gives Help him out.
1: So, all right. So Quentin Grimes, um, your minutes have gone down. Uh, You were averaging 30 minutes a game last year. Now you're like 22 minutes a game this year. Your shooting percentage has gone down. You even said every, it feels like if I don't hit a shot, I'm coming out. So every shot I shoot probably weighs a hundred pounds. That's a terrible place to be as a player. You're lacking confidence. I get it. That's hard. And as a player, confidence is probably the biggest key. Having said that, you started every game quick. So clearly, Tibbs hasn't given up on you. It's just maybe the leash is a little shorter. Here's what I think we should do. We're going to all have a little powwow. a little sit down, me, you, Tibbs, and we're going to air everything out. Like, hey, what am I not doing for you? And then he's going to tell you that. And then you're going to tell him, this is what I need. I need some consistency with my minutes so that I can feel comfortable taking shots because right now, my confidence is so shot, fun intended, that when I shoot, it feels like 100 pounds. Like I know Tibbs doesn't want to hear that from one of his players. So communication is always key, I feel like, in these moments. And Quentin, you're going to be just fine because the biggest thing is Tibbs values your defense and you're a pretty good defensive player. So keep doing that. The shot will come. Don't worry.
0: What a su- that was a sweet one. That was a nice yeah. one, I mean.
1: Charlotte, you are to hype up Kevin Hart, who's hosting a Manning Cast style broadcast for the in season tournament championship game on Saturday. Kevin.
0: First of all, you don't really need hyping up because you're a natural entertainer, right? Like you go on stage, you you can do crowd work. So you know what it's like to sort of speak to an audience, even if that audience might not necessarily be there. The, the one thing about these side viewing parties, they are much longer than you think they're going to be. You were out there, you are, you've you got to perform basically, I mean, I know you're going to have guests, whatever, but like you're running the show for the entire time that those guys are playing basketball. So what you're going to need to do is pace yourself. You're going to need to bring the energy, but you're going to su- need to sustain the energy, so you have to set yourself at the correct level to carry that all the way through. Also, have fun with it. Loosen up. Nobody cares. Like people are watching this because they want they want to feel like they're watching the game with you. Like don't don't feel like you got to be an analyst. Be yourself. If you get stuff wrong, just own it. Sort of make it funny, make it a part of the thing um you're gonna be you're gonna be great i can't wait to watch it um shout out to everybody who has to make that that is a hard thing to make
1: i cannot think of any individual in the history of mankind who needs to be hyped up less than kevin hart
0: oh i mean if kevin hart didn't need hyping up here is a group of guys who really really do please hype up the detroit pistons we are in an 18-game losing streak heading into Orlando, who has been playing very, very well tonight.
1: Okay, all right. <laughs> sort of Detroit, I, I, I know what you're thinking. It's the end of the world. We've lost 18 games in a row. Uh, everyone points out how bad we are. Allow me to give you some silver linings. Number one, you're a great rebounding team. You guys are top 10 in the league in rebounding, right, in total rebound percentage and in defensive rebound percentage. That's awesome. You know what? Rebounds equals rings. Pat Riley said that. Remember that. Number two, you guys are top 10 in assist percentage. You share the ball. You guys make baskets. You guys are helping each other. And that's a great attitude to foster and keep up. Number three, you don't have the worst offense or the worst defense or the worst net rating in the league san antonio has that and they've got some sort of golden boy down there and no one ever talks about them so this is what i'm going to tell you they've lost 15 in a row you guys all you have to do is win one and all that attention that negative attention shifts over those bastards down there and they've got a hall of fame coach and they got some dude that they kiss the ground wherever he walks and say oh i've never seen him before I've never seen him before. you know what i've never seen before team losing 15 in a row no one ever talks about it Detroit, hold your head up high. We're going to get through this. Are they? I don't think so, because they are legitimately awful at every category. (laughs) Wow. Got to hype up the play-in tournament after the rousing success of the IST.
0: It's got to be really tough to be the second tournament out of two tournaments that people are talking about in the NBA. And not, not too long ago, you were Adam Silver's shiny new toy. You were an experiment. People were talking about you. They were like, Is this going to work? I don't know. And then you know what? You worked. You still work. You work so well that you have simply become a part of the fabric of the NBA. You are part of the playoffs. When we say maybe they'll be in the playoffs, we say maybe they'll be in the play in or the playoffs. You don't need hyping up because you have reached a level of, you've made it. You're there, my dude, playing tournament. In season tournament, sure, it's shiny now. What's gonna happen in five years when it's like, okay, another another in season tournament, and it's something that people have to still wrap their heads around. A little bit play-in tournament, on the other hand, you have you have proved yourself. And you give us a you give fan bases a little bit of a, a little bit of hope. You give fan bases who might not have had hope had they been just straight up left out. Look at the heat. The heat almost lost in the play in tournament. they made it to the finals you matter so much don't let it get you down in a few months we're all gonna be talking about you and maybe they'll make a maybe they'll make a trophy for you someday (laughs) you have to hype up espn's nba countdown crew after the crossover last night with tnt's inside the nba for those of you who don't know on ESPN's broadcast, they said, for the first time ever, we're going to do a little crossover. They brought in the TNT guys, and then the TNT guys did their thing sort of to the ESPN
1: crew. Hey, guys. It's your friend Amin. Um oh I know what it feels like. It feels like they put you on stage with the cool kids, and the cool kids are the cool kid thing, and then they dumped a bucket of paint on you, and everyone laughed and pointed and said, nerds. Nerds! Just remember this. In every single one of those teen movies, the nerds come out beautiful at the end, like and successful and popular, right? And the bullies, they never uh they never prosper. Look, those guys are goofballs. You don't want to be a goofball, you want to be serious. You want to give people information. There's a value to that. I don't want my CPA to be a goofball. I don't need him to do a type five. I need him just to do my taxes. That's what you guys are. You're my CPA. Just give me the facts right down the middle and make it as professional as possible. Hey, maybe we can manufacture some conflict and let those goofballs goof off. Oh, Chuck and Kenny and Jack and Ernie, you guys think you're so funny over there with your neato stats of the night that are sponsored by nobody. You know what we do over here at ESPN? We sponsor things. We get things sponsored. Sorry, Ernie. No cute segments over here. Everything's brought to you by Home Depot or Ford Built Tough. Or like, uh, or Intel or whatever the hell is sponsoring your show. So just remember that, like, there's a lane for everybody. You don't have to be them. You just have to be the best version of you.
0: Wow. That was great.
1: (laughs) I'm in Vegas. I I don't know. You guys can feel the positivity.
0: (laughs) Good. Hype me up. Great job, everybody.
1: Thanks. And now I feel hyped. And Tyrus Halpern was amazing. That's the other thing.
0: It looks like you just walked into the window.
1: (laughs) I'm going to go in the store. I'll be right back. (laughs) It's
0: really funny. Why are you your background?